Hey everyone, my name is Hazen and I am the GM for this D&D podcast. Thanks for listening in and I would just like to say welcome to Nat One Nation. So, hey everybody. We're going to go through the list, introduce everybody. First one is Hemza on my list here. Uh, hey everyone, I'm Hemza, soon to be known as Mal, of course. Ooh, I like it, Mal. But right now, we're not doing a whole lot of character stuff, so just your name. And it's Hemza. It, it is Hemza, mm. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Just a quick question, is that Hemza? That, this is Hemza. It, it, this is Hamza. Perfect. I'm so sorry, I didn't catch your name. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> And we're off! <laughs> Love it. Okay, next on my list, on our lovely list of people in Discord, is Jared. Jared, introduce yourself. Hey everyone, I'm Jared. Listen to Hi, that. Jared. Yeah, listen to that, that sensual voice there. <laughs> Uh, next on the list is, I don't know, do you want us to call you Mr. Wood or just Wood? Either works. Okay. Hey, everybody. I'm Mr. Wood. I am player. I am editor. I am fabulous. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. And last but not least, my lovely partner in crime. I thought we already did, Jared. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, that's enough radio. Yeah, I know. Are you introduce yourself, wife? Hi, I'm wife, or also known as Carly. Or also or Carly. <laughs> Damn you, Hamza! <laughs> gotta be it. faster, man. I, I know. Gotta go fast. So this is this is our crew. These are the people that will be playing um, our future campaign here at Nat One Nation. First thing we're doing on uh, this episode zero is going to be kind of like building the settlement um, that the players are going to be playing in. Real serious question here. As Nat One Nation, is the first thing that we're doing making a bet on who rolls the first Nat One? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And you want to know what? I bet it's going to be Hamza. I also think it'll be I, I, I thought it was going to be me. I'm going with Hemza. I'm going to double down on them. Yeah, no, my dice are cursed. Whether it's virtual or real life, I am 100% backing my own horse in this race. Let so, me tell you something. Rogue campaign in that first campaign rolled more oh nat ones than anything else. I don't think I've ever seen a person roll more nat ones in my life. Might I, I also say... honestly considering, like, exorcism, sage... Like, <laughs> holy water, I don't know what it is. I needed some sort of, you know, escape from that. <laughs> so, basically, just as an understanding, the uh, group of us here, so me, Hamza, Jared, and Carly have all played D&D together. We have all run through some campaigns and stuff like that. Wood is the only one that hasn't played with us, so this is going to be interesting. It's going to be exciting. I'm new to this shit show. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely a shit show. Um, 
basically, let's kick this off. Uh, we're playing a game called Ex Novo, which is a game I kind of came across. Uh, a lot of people know what Adventure Time... Not Adventure Time, sorry. Adventure Zone. The other great D&D podcast. Uh, they played a game where it was kind of like a post-apocalyptic city builder, which this is similar to, except it's not post-apocalyptic. Basically, this game is built around building cities that people can play in in D&D and stuff like that. So eventually down the road, I will post the uh, link to find these things just so that anyone can try it. It's a lot of fun. We, I've built cities with it. Uh, my wife has also built cities with it for a, a one-shot that she did. And Hems and Jared were a part of that. And I think you guys enjoyed the city that she was in. Yeah, the one-shot that became a miniseries that never finished. Yes. <laughs> there is still a lot of living vampires waiting for you to be murdered. Waiting. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck words. That's goodbye. <laughs> this is going great. So basically, we are starting in Roll20. I'm sure a lot of people that play D&D know about Roll20 now. I have a basic generated map for where they're going to be building their settlement. And we're going to work through that. We will do our best to describe everything that's happening because I know you can't see it. But I'm going to post a picture of the map when it's done so that everyone can actually see what's going on. So let's get started. Uh, the first part of it, uh, we will go. You know what? Let's roll for initiative. Oh fuck! We'll put the initiative tracker up here. Oh, here we go. Oh, here I won't put it a tracker up. I'll just write it down. So give me some rolls, guys. Uh, yeah, we're starting. We're rolling already. Oh no! Oh, that doesn't well. Character modifiers or just straight dice? Just straight dice rolls, because you guys aren't playing your characters yet, so. <laughs> Four. Seven. Eleven. Wood is four. Hamza is seven. Jared's eleven. Carly, what were you? Sorry? I said seven before Hamza did. He copied me. Okay, roll off then. Between the two of you. Roll off! That is a nineteen. Oof. Zeben. A what? Wow, you're all about that consistency. So then, so it's Jared first, and then Hemza, and then Carly, and then Wood. My dice failed me. I'm so sorry. My dice failed me. So like I told you guys, we're skipping over a little bit um, before we started recording. I had a conversation with these guys, but basically we're going to skip over the the size because I already have an idea of what the size of the village is as well as how old it's, how long it's been there. These are fun parts, but this is if you want to build something completely from scratch. Otherwise, you can kind of cut and paste away from what these places are so that you guys can uh, basically make whatever you want. This is the coolest thing about it. Uh, so we're going to start off with major geography. So let's see here. First person. So Jared, you are going to roll 2d6. Now, if this doesn't really work out that it makes sense, I'm going to get you to re-roll because this one basically, if you roll a, say, like an island, we can't put an island here, obviously. So we'll just work that out as we go. 
So 2d6, my friend. Seven total. Seven. Oh, well, that's disappointing. Can you roll again, please? So the first one is inland. <laughs> Plain sky as far as you can see. Draw nothing. Well, that's... <laughs> so that's not what we're going to do. Oh, I should probably describe that, too. Basically, you guys get your um, drawing utensil out on roll 20. You guys are going to be actually drawing on the map Ooh. where you want things to be. I should add that because that's the more exciting part of this whole thing is you guys will be adding where everything is. I'm going to be keeping notes on different things that happen because you guys can choose things like um, resources that are valuable in this area. Obviously, certain things are noticeable like wood, but that's, well, I mean, wood, you are a valuable resource, but I'm talking about the, for the forests. Um, <laughs> fish, stuff like that is is like a, a normal... <laughs> a normal resource. So roll again for me, sorry, Jared. Let's see if we can get you something that actually makes sense. Six. A six. Hills. So do you want to add hills somewhere on this map? Where you wherever you want on this map, you can add hills. Other than obviously in the water because On the Nat One Nation logo? No. Oh. Ha ha ha. I thought I switched you over. Nope. Oh I didn't. I'm sorry. Failed. Ah, uh, there you go, guys. Sweet. There's your map. I'm already off to a good start. Good DMing, Hazen. Well done. Well done. All right, so just freehand some hills anywhere I want. Anywhere you want. Where you would want. Wherever you would like some hills. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna add some on there. Just let me know if it's like too big of a section, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Prepare for the dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> gonna say that's that's what i'm waiting for unfortunately that was definitely the first thing that crossed my mind when hazen said you are going to draw on this i was like okay are we gonna take bets on how long it's gonna be before our remember friends, gonna show up? remember friends i will post this i'm i'm excited i'm ready give it to me baby yeah, like i have any shame wait we're supposed to have shame <laughs> what's that those that oh, I was I thought you were asking about Hems's drawing. I was gonna be or sorry, Jared's drawing. I, I was I gonna be like, those are Are you already are you already just throwing me <laughs> under the bus One hundred percent. I'm sorry. You are the the epitome of apparently my wrath, and I've never meant it to be that way, but it seems to be you always catch the crap end of the stick. Yeah, I started drinking at like one thirty PM, so I have no shame. Hazen, what have I done to hurt you? I don't know, but we'll find out. <laughs> you exist. Oh. How dare you speak to Hamza that way, you fucking asshole. I think Jared's well, just jealous because he can't love up on Hazen in person. Well, Hamza. That's true. This yes. Is now your turn. So now you are going to start the train features. So these are like anything from like adding a lake, adding a river, adding a trench. Basically, I'll read you out what it says, and you can interpret that how you want and add it to the map. Okay. So I need 2d6, please. If it if it's a volcano, I'm going to say no. <laughs> we'll re-roll. Bale volcano. Let's go. There's no there's no mountains in this area to make any sense of it. So. No, no. Ain't no mountain high. No, no. Volcanoes um, can come from hills and shit. Just saying. It says here, it <laughs> says, add them in a way that makes sense to you. So... That's the rule right there. Rules is written says if it doesn't make sense, we're not. No, no, it says make sense to you. So that's particular yeah, to the person who's doing the drawing. 
So, so Mr. Mr. DM, mm-hmm. that would be a 10 total. That's a 10. So it, there is going to be... 10 is a depression, a basin, crater, or valley. A, um, st- a stretch of land lower than its surroundings. Is it is sheltered or is it exposed? So you interpret that how you would like. If okay. you want me to read it again, I'll read it again. There's going to be a depression somewhere. Obviously, don't have the depression connect to the water because then that means that it would just fill in. So somewhere yeah. on this map, there's a bit of a depression. I, there's so many jokes <laughs> that were just flying through my head right now. I, I, um, that was, was. <laughs> we were a lot of <laughs> Is this the creator okay. that the Virgin Boy Paladin created when he fell from heaven? Oh, see, now you guys are making references. I did references. see eight of them down in the corner there. Guys, I have terrible news. Uh, oh. Uh-oh. My wine bottle is empty. Uh, oh. My Guinness is also empty, <gasps> so I feel you. Oh, so I guess you guys are going to have to be sober. No. <laughs> mm. What is the sober you talk about? So basically, like I said, a basin, a crater, or a valley. Let's, oh, okay. That works. That's that's our little basin. <laughs> Perfect. <It's> fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, it's a big old basin. <laughs> <laughs> So, Carly, it's your turn. Can you roll me 2d6, please? Fuck you. (laughs) I didn't even do anything. That That is a grand total of fear, which is four. Um, Can you re-roll? Because there's no mountains here. Honestly? Yeah. Oh my god, four. (laughs) Still no mountains. You would be the only person to roll the things I can't have. No, I did too. What'd you get? Six. Six? Woods. Hi. I rolled Would you a six. Add a little- <laughs> How does that work? Would you like to add a little forest somewhere? Or a big forest. It's up to you. So basically it says an area of forest, maybe rainforest, or grasses as tall as man. What hides in these trees? Just a quick question. Could you read that again? Because I don't know what woods are. Did you hear the second part of it before you started being a smart butt? Yes, I did. Really, really briefly, though. Like, is this not a a wooded area to the left here? Yes. Yes, but you're adding more. You can add to that wooded area, or you can make another forest somewhere else. Maybe your own witch forest. Also, your your basin is obviously exposed, correct, Hemza? Yes. Okay. Okay, well, your girl gonna put, like, a little... Ooh, bitch... This is these these be some trees for her. <laughs> yep. Up on there the point. There be trees nice, up in them. Nice hills. And I do art. A lot of trees. You do. You do beautiful art. I do art. There you go. Got a nice little forest there. So what? What lives in these trees? Uh, gnomes. <gasps> Yay! Probably. Yeah. Gnomes. <laughs> gnomes. Okay. Y- yep. Like the kind with the little pointy hats and the white beards and stuff. FYI, I don't um, like pointy hats or white beards. I was gonna, I was gonna say, like there's garments. actually a race of people in D and D called gnomes. I'm aware. So of are that. you being racist and stereotypical oh God, of the okay, gnome people? You know it, it's not gnomes. Okay, that is it's, insensitive. It's it's uh, I don't know, man. You threw me off. I was all fucking <laughs> speaking one sentence at a time, and words were coming out, and now they're not. It is full of I don't know, Hazen. I don't know what lives there. Nothing. Animals? It's barren. 
Fairies. Empty. Okay. Berries. <laughs> fairies, he said. Fairies, I but I guess there's fairies. also berries. I would have said fairies, except for this one time Hazen bought a book that was like, hey, you can be a fairy in D&D. And he's literally not made a campaign that includes fairies since. And when we started this, he was like, you're not allowed to be a fairy. There's no fairies here. So oh, I did it. Okay. No, no. I said there was no playable race as fairies. I never said there wasn't fairies. You told you me there was just... no fairies. Oh. <sighs> Do you want there to be fairies in this bush? Yes, that was my first choice before gnomes. Okay, well, I guess fairies it is then. Know your audience, Hazen. Fairy forest. <laughs> Let me just write down fairies <laughs> and erase it for the third time now. <laughs> well, now. This is what you get for inviting me to do things. <laughs> Hold on, serious question here real quick. With this, this world builder thing, because her and I both rolled a six, but we got different things. So does it change every time that you do it? Yeah, so as you work through it, so you did major geography, so those are going to be like... Okay, that makes as, sense. As much as you made some tiny little hills... They're adorable. The hills are going to be significantly larger. <laughs> okay, yeah, I didn't know how big we were supposed to be making this kind of... It's up to you. It's up to you. So, like, if you want to put a hilled region there, I'm going to put some hills in that region. That's just the way that it's going to work out. Okay. Um, yeah, I was trying to be conservative because I didn't know how much we were all adding collectively to this. So we work through this list. We're in the founding phase, which is step two. Mm -hmm. Basically, you did major geography, and now we are in the 2.2, where it is train features, and we're doing these train features four times. So it started with Hamza, and then it was Carly, so then it'll be Wood, and then it'll be back to you. So was I supposed to add hills to more than one area kind of thing? Or just no, like no, that's, that's, that's fine where, where you did it. Like... Basically, I'm going to add kind of like hills in this area when I go to uh, actually create the map for you guys. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But I labeled it too. Yeah. So you, I don't, you have to zoom in to read it. I couldn't change the text size. But. <laughs> of course, I can't now delete the uh, yeah. the yellow thing I just created. Uh, so you got to click the pointer and then click it and then I am, delete. Oh, there we go. I got it. Yeah. I had to zoom in because I was too far out. It wasn't. It was too thin of a line for me to actually click. Yeah, well, so how you can. Teeny tiny that font is. It, I couldn't change it's it. That's what I was saying. Like I couldn't make it any bigger. So tiny. It's so cute and small. It, like it only lets you use sixteen point font. Oh, that's. I, I tried sad doing normal. different things to make it bigger, and it wouldn't. That's what she said. But Hazen, are you going to post the before and after? So like. The version oh, yeah. with our, I'm going to post like, your guys' scratches. drawing and what I do with my map maker. <laughs> love it. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I love it. So, Wood, this is your turn. Do you want to roll me 2d6, please? 2d6. Well, my cat is now laying in my rolling spot. Good job, Houdini. Good job. Five. You got a five. That is more hills. Ooh. So, you can have one big hill. Or an area of rocky or rolling hills. Ooh. What hides amongst the grasses in the trees there? Rocky and rolling hills. That sounds like a great idea. I like that plan. I need to select an appropriate color. Hmm, let's do this one. Rocky and rolling hills. So these, I'm going to imagine that Jared's hills are nice gentle hills, and then they become rocky and rolling hills, and they're going to go like this over here. I am not an artist, and they're going to lead up to the basin. Fantastic. And then, and then, after, and then at the basin, it's just going to drop off to the basin. There'll be nothing. Yeah. Dead drop. 
Those are some treacherous looking hills. Yeah. Have you met me? They are daggers. <laughs> Fucking so suicide point. Spines of rock. I am not. Is I'm not what hides amongst these grasses and what it hides, sorry, amongst the grasses and the trees there? Hmm. Gremlins. Gremlins? gremlins? Okay. Let's write that down. There's there's slightly cat like gremlins. Slightly cat like gremlins. Yes. In honor of, I will light in honor of the porch gremlins that live in on my farmland. Cat like. Alright, I'll have to remember that. Enjoy. Maybe you guys will encounter cat like gremlins. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna point out, just remember that like this is stuff that we're gonna have to deal with. Thank, you- thanks, Carly, for making us deal with the Fey folk. Hey, I know how to work with the Fey folk. Um, back to Jared. I need another two d six from you as well, please. Two. Uh, two. You are not getting a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> so no. can you please roll again? <laughs> no volcanoes. That's lame. No volcanoes. <laughs> you really put the no in volcano. Oh. <laughs> another six. Another six, so you can add another four somewhere else. You can add to Carly's, you can, um, excuse me, put it somewhere else. Freehand. And you also have to tell me what hides amongst the trees there. Getting kind of lazy with this, as you can see. I love it. It's fantastic. I'll uh, I'll label that one, too, so you know. Since it's (laughs) the same color. So we, I mean, you guys can change your colors if you want well, to. Well, I like the idea of keeping the separate colors so we know which all we created kind of thing. Okay. I don't know. That's, that works that's for me. That's that's where my head was at with that. Anyway, um, we'll go with typical forest-type area, such as, you know, the, the wolves, the bears, foxes, squirrels. Normal forest wildlife. Yeah, just typical typical forest creatures. Some owlbears, you know. <laughs> hmm. And you complained about the fey folk. The fey folk are way worse than owlbears. No, owlbears suck, man. You just have to know how to work with the fey. There's no working with owlbears. Owlbears don't steal your names. You so you guys have get your name complete... stolen if you give it. Are we doing a history lesson on the fey now? <laughs> You're doing whatever you want. You are the DM. <laughs> it's all up to you, boo boo. Yeah, you would kiss his ass. Next up is Hamza. Hamza, you are now deciding the founding location. Why you gotta put that kind of pressure on me? I know. So you have to roll me a 2d6, and I will read you off the list for the founding location. Basically, you are going to pick a reason why and where, basically, it's going to be built. Right in the middle of the Depression. (laughs) Because they're all depressed. (laughs) oh lord Um, (laughs) that is a 12 oh wow Damn! a culturally uh, important location a holy uh, holy place or a site where of ancestors what makes this place important what rites or or practices sorry I read that completely wrong it's a so basically you have a culturally important location so there isn't a lot here, so you can completely make up what would make this culturally important. Basically, a holy site or a site of ancestors, what makes this place important, what rites are practiced here. So you like you could say... Oh, sorry. 
dog. I'm trying to get the dog on my lap because she needs my attention. Basically, you can say, like, maybe they found, like, ruins of an old human settlement that was maybe here a long time ago. Or, honestly, whatever you you can imagine. If you don't like that one, we can re-roll and, and try a different one. No, no, I think I think that's cool. I am going to say here with my lovely little house. And that is going to symbolize the first step into Perdia for the settlers. And it can even be referred to in the com or in common vernacular, I guess, I don't know, as the first step. But basically, uh, as settlers came into this bay here, uh, it was a good sheltered spot with, you know, a good amount of resources, you know, woods nearby, and then waters to fish in, and that, yeah, basically this is where they took their first steps, and that's where they kind of put down their roots. Perfect. Is So the only other thing is, since this is culturally important, so there is one that is valuable resources, so I understand. I, Agree with you. Obviously, there's a lot of good things here for valuable resources. But what place would make this like a holy site or a site of ancestors? Like a place where they were, people may have been. Mm, right. Um, could be near, like an ancient, like, could be, yeah, there's a monolith or some nearby ruins that, again, could have been ruins of an old settlement or city i don't know i'll just make some vague little things here for ruins but that those were sort of yeah pre-established and that you know that coupled with the site of it being nearby some good resources that yeah that's why it's got its its significance there other than the fact that yes this is where settlers first sort of stepped off there when they came to Perdia. Perfect. I actually like that a lot because I can use that perfectly with lore-based stuff. So Awesome sauce. So basically you guys have a general idea there. I'm just going to shift a couple of your things, Hamza. I'm just going to move. Oop, that's not what I wanted to do. How dare you. Rude. Just put these closer to the forest so you guys have room to build your city. I am going to remove your, your house. How dare you! I know, I know. I, look at it, I'm going to draw it right back. Basically, no, I don't want a square. What is this? I want freehand. Freehand or no hand. Oh, Casey, it's yellow. So that's where you're building. So then um, we move on to the next step, which is the settlement decisions. So let's flip my page here. Um, This turn tells us who initiated the founding of this settlement. The options range from an ancient all the way to an accident. Yeah, so it's like, basically, this is how you guys came across this. Uh, so, the next in my list is Carly. Carly, can you roll me a 2d6, please? Basically, the world of Perdia was already discovered. Essentially, this is a group of settlers coming to settle in Perdia. Five. Five? Refugees in need. Something destroyed their last home. What disaster was it? And what important customs did you preserve from there? So, obviously, it was a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> it was <a> volcano. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I, I mean, I did roll a volcano. 
I'm pretty sure I also rolled a volcano, but that's fine. Um, you know what? That's a, that's a, what did destroy their home. I was literally writing down a volcano destroyed their home. Do it. You said there's no volcanoes. If if I'm in Perdia. And anyways, there's no volcanoes in this area of Perdia. You guys have landed here. Are you talking here, about what destroyed gonna... this original settlement or what destroyed the settlement that's making us move here? So what? Dis- so basically, this is your decision on moving. So it's saying here that the refugees were in need. So something destroyed their last home. What disaster was it? And what important, important customs did you preserve from there? So... This is basically going to be the main settlement for Astara, which is the um, country that you guys are from. Basically, these guys were refugees. They heard about a new land and they wanted to come here, but they were countrymen of Perdia. So whatever happened in their village made them say, okay, we're going to try our luck over here in Perdia. So for for our understanding, is Astara, whatever the... Yep. continent that we're from is that continent wiped out basically no no the continent is still there i this is what i'm saying for this from what i'm understanding is these villagers the people who came here to settle their home was destroyed okay, so i wouldn't so these say are the whole people than us yeah so these are the these are the people who settled this town this settlement you okay. guys as players are just living in the capital city of Estara, okay. or, or you're from that area. No, nope, that makes sense. I was just I was just trying to figure out if these are like our ancestors or how that's working kind of thing. No, no, these are just like the ancestors of the original settlers. So most of the people who settled this will probably still be living in the city by the time you guys get there. Anyways, Carly, okay, what well, disaster destroyed their home? Do you want a volcano? Yep, we're going with volcano. And are you just going to say what I said, basically, their customs are the same as the stars' customs? Yeah, I would imagine that would yeah. make the most sense. Not to uh, direct you in a specific pattern, but... No, but that logically that makes the most sense. Logically so, like, makes I sense. I don't see a point in making it be any different. Um, then next is wood. So now we're moving on to the next phase, which is the starting hierarchy of the area. Oh, no. So let's just make sure. Ruled by cats. <laughs> Roll a d6, please. <laughs> just one or two? Just one. Okay. One for this one. Five. Five. You have a ruling cast. Um, by God's grace, by birth, or by blood, some are just destined to rule. Oh. What makes these people special, and how do they enforce this hierarchy? Cast system. You. Yep, good old caste system. Yeah. Terrible. Basically, just so you guys understand, you guys are going to be a part of a, like a garrison there. So you guys are basically soldiers for this. So just off of what this is saying, which actually works out quite well, is the enforcement of this hierarchy is the garrison. But it's up to you to decide who, whether it's by birth or by blood or by God, what makes this person special? You can name them too. If you want to name them, you're welcome to name them. But I have a list of names that I just have I have ready. <laughs> it is a basically seaside town city. Uh, we're in a nice little cove, lots of fishing, probably a lot of like sea ocean worship shit. 
those who are high in power have like natural blue highlights to their hair as like a symbol that they're connected to a sea or ocean god. Ooh, funky. I love it. You're welcome. And when people are high, man, those highlights pop. <laughs> so it's a little god, little blood, mix of both. Perfect. And if perchance uh, somebody of a see. royal family is born without the blue highlights, it's a symbol that somebody cheated. And you got a best. <laughs> Boom! Even though that's not actually how genealogy works. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on to the next step. So then now we're on to community factions. Um, in this step, we figure out how power is shared or split within the community. This will produce a number of factions. Jared, I need you to roll me a d6, please. Trace three. Oh, sorry. Um, you roll three. Wood, can you draw me a path or a road that led the settlers to that location? To to this where where yeah where um, Hemza where I circled with yellow. I mean, it's so I mean, like sad. they could they could have landed up in the north and came south. Okay. Right, or they could have landed right there, and they just have a basic road that just goes into the. It's just up to you. Okay, one second. Let me zoom out. Let me zoom. Okay. So, Jared, you ruled. Nope. You rolled. Nope. Sorry, a three. Correct? correct. Erase that random fucking line that I just drew. <laughs> the the bright green. Oh yeah. god. Oh god. I'm just adding more lines. Okay, no. there you go. There. Now we got a nice little little wavily line down to nice perfect point. Okay. So you got three, so you have internal internal tensions. Two factions, one in control but struggling, the other resisting. What makes it hard for the leading faction to remain in control? Oh, this is perfect. And from what you told me about the war of how you're doing the campaign. Uh, so the controlling faction is obviously the religious faction, right? Like that's the... So, no, so the religious faction has a different settlement. You guys, this, where you guys live, your um, ruler, your high up ruler is, you guys are under a monarchy, just a plain straight monarchy. Yeah, there's some religious factions in that. Yeah, and that's this area, correct? No, so, so I will pull up the, oh, I don't have the world map. Okay, so I'll, I'll pull up this map. So this is the full map of Perdia so that you guys can see it, mm-hmm. right? So you guys are right here. This is the religious faction. That's where their settlement is. So that's the country that is led basically by a pope. No, no, no. I'm talking about the. This is the faction that uh, that Wood just rolled for, correct? As far as the caste system and talking about it, yes, being like a religious thing, right? So what? It, what oh yeah, I, I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay, my bad, my bad. What am I deciding? So you. Let me go back here. So you have to decide what... So one of the factions is obviously the caste system, I'm assuming is what you're saying, the religious caste system. It's like deciding where the Vatican is. No, no, no. No, so basically he has to choose... So two factions, one in control but struggling, the other resisting. What makes it hard for the leading faction to remain in control? Out of these four factions right here, correct? Uh, No. So those are... Those are countries. So you have... You can make up factions... Four here. So the one faction 
you could say is the leading faction that's in control is the caste yeah yeah that's faction. what i'm saying the the leading faction is the the caste system the religious faction based off so the other one can be whatever you yeah, want yeah. so i'm going decision. with the the leading faction is the the caste system that wood rolled for as far as the religious faction and i'm going to yep. say the the faction that is fighting against them um, so basically, the caste system is an oppressive system, right? You know, monarchy, yep. like bloodline kind of thing. And the, and from what you told me about the lore for the campaign and everything, uh, the, I feel like this fits in pretty well. The faction that is resisting is going for more of a less caste monarchy type thing and more of a, like, republic type thing where you vote for who rules, if that makes sense. So they're trying to break away from tradition to establish a yep. new system. Okay, yeah. So that it's it's less prejudice and more open to everything, if that makes sense. Okay, so now your next step is to draw a landmark on the map for where each faction would be located within the area. So... So we'll we'll call. Um, I'm just going to use a cross for that one since it's religious or whatever. Uh, obviously, the main faction is going to be related right in the middle of town, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we'll say that the the outline faction is. Uh, basin, basin, basin. <laughs> well, it would have to be near the the town because it's, yeah, it's yeah. going to be probably in the town at least. I, right next I would say to it's. It. Yeah, I would say it's. We'll go with a peace sign, right? Um, it's going to be here because it's closer to those. That is old not a peace sign. That is a peace <laughs> sign. What the fuck is that? I tried. So Very now we add. So we'll say it's one of these because it's near oh, the old, uh, the old ruins. So I don't know. I feel like that makes yep. some sense. Yeah, no, it's fine. Whatever you guys want. So now we will move one of these little tokens here. These are supposed to be civilian tokens. People tokens, citizen tokens, to mark basically saying that this is the one that's in power. Okay. Um, now we are in a position where you guys get to name the settlement. It's a terrible decision. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can name the settlement later. We can keep going. That might be wise. I, I think it's probably the best idea. So let's just flip the page here. Spoilers. So now we're we're on to the development phase. So basically in this phase, so this phase, sorry, it represents the unprecedented events that changed and shaped the city as time passes. This sequence will form the turbulent and fascinating history. During the development phase, turns alternate as before, but each turn, the structure remains the same. So basically, you guys will all get a turn. Uh, so we roll on the events table, follow the actions as described, note down the timeline. Historical events, you determine a random event and then try to make sense of it with the story of the settlement. Often the results of the table will ask you to put something on the map. Once you've done so, you may want to write it down the name of the event to provide record for the city's history. So, so record the shit that we fuck up. Yes, yeah, so basically, like we're gonna, I'm gonna say this place has been here for ten years. Um, 
the best way to do this is let's say we'll do uh, at least once a year, there's a major historical event. So we're just going to bounce around between all of us for a few turns to kind of write down these historical events. So let's do, let's write on my notes here, 3.1. Jared just did last one. So Hemza, I need three D6, please. Three D6. Yes. And then write, read them out as like, if you throw three ones, it's 111. So one, one, one. I am. So you literally have like 600, and, 600 choices. <laughs> okay. That's a lot. Yeah, um, yeah there's a lot. All right. This is like the biggest section of this like book that I have is just historical events. So there's like warfare, politics. Uh, what else do we got? If you don't roll a six, 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 I'm going to be very disappointed. (laughs) I think Carly almost did the one time we were doing it. I was honestly very close. I rolled a 366. So this this 666 is a sign of the end times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 366 let me write that down so I don't forget 366 266 366 the economic system is changed capitalism communism feudalism slave ownership nothing lasts forever a faction gains power or a faction loses power that's cool because that like perfectly goes in line with how I just set things up that's yeah that's that's what I mean this is really like a cool system of how this all works out because it tends to really work well with each other this game's a yeah. lot of fun once you get going with it yeah um so yeah I'd say that's probably uh so yeah I'd say this inciting especially if this is like the first year into the settlement here. I think this is really where the religious group really kind of gets their foothold set in. Like at that point, it's been determined, like, you know, everyone's buying into the blue hair, bloodline, you know, religious side of things there. So that's when that system very much, like the caste system, very much gets its foothold there and starts being revered and put into a place of power there. And. Where, yeah, probably the first seeds of a few people not being so cool with that concept is are sort of sown. I, I'd say if that is that sort of hits all the marks there. Yep, takes. So my my question for this is the the role he just made is that affecting like as we're building it now, or is it affecting more of the you know five to ten years later when the campaign actually takes place? So this, it's, depending on how this whole thing works out, it could affect it within this first 10 years, or it could affect farther down the road. It just depends on how this goes. So basically what Hemza has just said makes sense to fill that void that you said, hey, this person doesn't like this caste system, so they created a group to be against it. Now Hemza's filled it in is like, Okay, they really got hold, but people didn't like how they got hold of it. So then a new faction was created. Okay. Right? So now we actually have a little context. But other events like warfare events could be, or political events could be down the road, right? It just really depends on how the roles play out. (laughs) Okay, so next on the list. Carly. I need 3d6, please. 
Don't tell me what to do, Mom. <laughs> Ooh, tabernacle. That went underneath the couch. Oh, that's not good. That's very unfortunate. Unfortunate. Okay, uh, 514. 514. That is 551. Five, that's not what I want. Okay, 514. The, the new hut for the wise man or the seat of parliament. Basically, your seat of government is moved. So what is the aim of this new edifice? Is it uh, secrecy, intimidation, efficiency? So add a landmark and then remove the cross to where you think that the uh, religious caste system would want to relocate their government. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. I don't, can I, I don't like that. Okay. Do you want to re-roll or do you want to just (laughs) figure it out? I probably won't like anything because it involves me making decisions. Uh, so do I have to decide what happened? Why they're, why they're moving? Yeah, just like you can say it's because they want to have a better, say maybe they want to move closer to the statues that Hemza said were like religious statues. Because they are a religious caste system, maybe they want to be closer to that to assimilate their power. Why is there a giant box (laughs) there now? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Let's just... Get rid of that. <laughs> but didn't you, whoever made this very beautiful peace symbol, um, didn't, wasn't it said that the peacekeeping republican people are, uh, like, are following the old systems? No, so no, no. It, it said like- they just, they set up their faction there just because it was near the old establishment. Yeah, so, like, they can move, too. They're going to obviously move once... They don't want to be right next door to their rivals, so they'll end up moving. So it just depends on where you want to have the new government seat itself. Or have the government reseat itself. <laughs> Man, I don't... That's so much pressure. Yeah, I'm just going to... I'm just going to boot scoot your little guy over. Because they're, if they're sort of, like... Yeah, do whatever. Whatever you think makes sense. There's no pressure. It just picks on them to do it. Don't tell me what to do, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Can I move this little dude? Can I boot scoot him, or do you have to boot yeah, scoot you, him? I might have to boot scoot him. You I don't know. You can try. Him. Yeah, just okay. put put him over. Put him over here. Boot scoot boot. Yeah. Well, you could so have left him where he was, but okay. So that's your new seat of government. We'll say that the um, the rival faction will move kind of away from them, obviously, to try and keep the distance, keep their whole deal secret. Um, would you say that they're moving to get closer to, for, like, uh, religious reasons, or? Yeah, like, it, I I would think it's sort of the same purpose as, like, um, like the, the Crusades or whatever. They built a lot of their government around their churches because they believed that that's what they were doing was, like, an act of whatever god that they were participating in. So they're building their government around whatever religion this is based on. And using Perfect. that to justify whatever actions they will or will not do. Perfect. Wood, that is you. What? You, can you roll me now? Three, D6. I suppose I can do that. More D6, there we go. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> 11. 
11? No, I need... I need oh, you need... No, sorry. Inj- I need them all separated. Okay, so just well, however all separated is 6, 2, 3. 6, 2, 3. <laughs> I hear uh, Carly giggling in the background. I'm not sure why, she, but she's gone mute and she is giggling. <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. I don't know if she's done something to herself or she's laughing at us, but we'll find out. Why not both? Beneficial weather. Ooh. Yeah. An approaching army is hindered. Storms destroying rivals or crops are plentiful. Ooh. In this case, instead of crops, it's, you know, the haul from the sea. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to say, like, Happy the, uh, it says you can add or remove something. So if you want to add, like, fish to the, to the water, you can add fish. Fishy. This color. I need to zoom the fuck back out. Holy crap. <laughs> there we go. So we're gonna do some fishies. We're gonna do my old Bible school fishies from when I actually went to church. And we're gonna put some fishies up here. All the fishies. Those are some beautiful fish. Aren't they great? I love it. Oh, oh what happened to that fish? It, oh, okay, we're It's in. a special <laughs> fish. It's 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 a bow tie. It's a, fish. He's just he's just asking to get caught. It's a, that's, that's it's what a he's rare doing. fish. It's like the rainbow fish that used to give out at the scales. <laughs> it's very special. Five points to anybody who had read that book as a kid. Rainbow fish? Rainbow fish. Do you not remember was did you guys never see the TV show Rainbow Fish? No, but I read the book. Oh, there was a TV show. I loved it. I Anyways. Childhood stuff, you know. Mouse? What nostalgia. are you eating? So next we have Jared again. I need, or you didn't even you didn't even start, did you? No, you didn't. <laughs> I need the three d six from you too, please. All right, total or separate? Separate. This is separate for everyone. Six hundred twenty-six. Wow. Okay, I was just on that page, and now I have to go all the way back to it. Oh, you shouldn't <laughs> have left it. You never leave the sixes. Six twenty-six. Let's just do this. Six twenty-six. So in year four, the sky falls. Oh, no. Something falls out of the sky. A comet, a meteor, or just a satellite. There's no satellites. <laughs> we are no- This is not like a space deal here. This is straight up medieval. Can it be virgin blood paladins? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Aliens. <laughs> uh, what does it crash into and what do the people believe? You can add or remove something. Um, you know what? We'll go with the depression because I feel like that makes sense for creating the depression. Uh, as far as, am I deciding what it is too, or just? But yeah, you can just say that it was. It's what created that depression there. Okay, so I'm not deciding like physically what it is, just where it is. You can. Okay. You, you can say it was a comet, a meteorite, not a satellite. That is not an option. I'll I'll let you do that with your lore stuff, but we'll say it falls in the depression, creates the depression. Because I feel like that makes some sense. And then, uh, you know, we'll say the the main faction there believes it is a a sign from the heavens in a negative fashion. We'll say it's because that that group, the other faction, is kind of trying to break away from tradition, if that makes sense. Is is that kind of what you were looking for? Yeah. Yep, that works. Okay. I'm just writing it down. That's all. Yeah, no, when I'm I go just... silent, it's because I'm just trying to write. So no, no, just so fine. I can remember when I go to create the create the lore for the place, just to make it work better. 
Uh, then that is Hemza again. So this, you are on year five. Year five. Here we go. Big money, big money. No whammy, no whammy. Uh, that is a 254, so 254. 254. Yes, sir. I love how Canadian some of these sound. <laughs> <laughs> I went too far. Every time Hazen says he's sorry, it's sorry. I never noticed that, and now I'm not going to be able to unhear oh. it. It's okay. You don't actually say it like that, Carly. It's only Hazen. I don't? No, not really. No, but the way you say well, don't. I'm sorry. I say what? The, the way you say don't, you, you put like a, yeah, you accent like the O. Hey, it could be uh, U.S. Midwest Ope. At least you don't say a boot. A boot? A little bit of boot. Yeah, very I, I mean, I don't really know anybody. Uh, I get plenty of people who say a boot because that's all to the north of me. Anyways, back at it here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hamza, you got a group is stigmatized. Why or by whom does the group actually exist, or is it a civil mind hunting witches? What? Hey. Mm. No, you can't go out right now. Come over here, please. Don't tell me what to do. So, so I'm sorry. Let me let me reread this because I was like, it says something about mind hunting witches, so that kind of threw me off. <laughs> it's the ethelids. Yeah. So why? Why or by whom does a group actually exist, or is it the civic mind hunting witches? Uh, do witches um, exist? <laughs> Question mark. I, I was going to say like that. That initially made me think. I was like, do they have some sort of like psychic who is just like? Mind hunt- I'm, I'm taking a picture of this. Professor, this is, that's hilarious. <laughs> Professor X, like, cerebro-locating witches in Perdia just to hunt them down? Like, that's the first thing that cropped to mind. Oh, that's, uh, that's great. So, it's basically a group is <laughs> stigmatized. So, yeah, um, uh, like, lore-wise, the Oaken are stigmatized. So, they're, they're the natives of the island. Okay. So, you could just use that if you want to, or you can say that something else is stigmatized. Yeah, I'd say... The native population there of the island, probably as a result of encounters with the settlers that their way of life and habits didn't align with the very religious view that set in very quickly after they settled in Berdia. So (laughs) probably very much that you don't do things the way we do things was very much a source of the stigma and very much the attempt was, yes, we were going to claim this little slice of land here as our own and driving the uh, non-believers out of the area, essentially. Yeah, I have a great little um, lore tidbit for that, so I'll definitely use that, that like that. So, So that is the, and year five is when they probably had their first run-ins with the locals, the natives, and they're probably, uh, obviously didn't go great. Can I get, who do we got now? Carly, again. Quick question before we continue. As far as, like, uh, stigmatizing people, you did say that magic was fairly new developed within the world, correct? Like, it's a new discovery? Mm -hmm. I 
I didn't, didn't don't remember that. Okay. But let's just say no, it is very old. Magic has been around for a very long time. Okay. Cool. I just I want to Maybe I'm, maybe when I was saying and explaining that to you before, maybe I was saying the magic of Perdia is different because that is true. So the magic of this place is definitely different than what the people of the rest of the world know and have seen. They may have heard, <coughs> excuse me, they may have heard stories of this place and like legends, lore, stuff like that, but definitely. Magic is not new by any means. Okay. Yeah, maybe that was something I misinterpreted. I was just trying to figure out if magic users were going to be stigmatized for that reason kind of thing. No, no, no. My goodness. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, so Carly, give me a roll. Uh, one, one, six. One, one, six. Okay, that one. Can you re-roll? That one doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that will literally ruin the entire, entire concept that I'm going for. Carly rolled the city demilitarizes. <laughs> I need you guys to be a part of a garrison that is a military. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the main thing. 431. 431. I thought you were going to say a volcano crops up <laughs> in the middle of the city. <laughs> you guys are really on that volcano. 431. The family structure changes. The way that people live together changes. Is this for work? Is this to save rent? Do people enjoy this change? This one's a little complicated. You can re-roll if you want to. Because this is kind of weird. Like, there's nothing you can really... Even lore-wise, for me, it doesn't... Like, I'm... Is it relevant? Not really. Okay, would you like me to re-roll it? It's you can, but if you have an idea for something you want to do for this, you're welcome to do it. I don't know, man. Maybe they're just like like Middle Eastern families where like the entire fucking family lives with you, like your great grandma and your great aunt and your aunt and your seven cousins and like everybody lives in one house. Okay. I mean, it, it that makes sense too because people could be moving here and the city is still fairly small. So they're shifting to that, or they're shifting away from that. It might be shifting to it because by the time you guys start coming here, a lot of people are are, wanting to come to Perdia. Yeah, to the They they like the sounds of this magical new world and all the adventures and the money that can be made. Because a lot of people at the time period are saying, like, go to Perdia, make your fortune. We'll get into that as we do the next episode where we talk about a lot of the stuff that's going on. And it could be that, like, the initial people that have put roots down have gotten word back to their gigantic families and said, hey, come to Perdia. I'll have this generational house waiting for us here so that, you know, Mima and Papa are going to be able to live in there as well. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it, I like the concept of being able to, you guys are walking through the streets and you can see crowded houses, right? Of like a lot of people talking, shouting, like the whole city idea of it being very busy, but very small. I like that. It's cool. So good one, my lovely wife. Yeah. Wood. Smart. We are on year, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, year seven. Give me that 3D6. I'm not changing because I swear you're going to roll a four something and I'm going to have to like go all the way right back to where I am now. 
<laughs> okay, you're seven. You want them in sequential order? Yes, please. Five, five, three. Five, five, three. See, I knew I shouldn't get too far away because it's not going to be farther to go the other way. Yes. Five, the, five, the sixes three. are your home. Yeah, the higher numbers, obviously. You guys, I don't want. I don't want the one that says "boom" on it. That's boom, definitely boom, not baby. good. Well, the first episode of uh, GFC is called um, "Dig Dig Boom." <sighs> dig Dig Boom. Dig 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 Boom. <laughs> no, I wanted so, to do "Diggy Diggy Hole," but I I wanted to be more original, so "Dig Dig Boom." So five five three is a new mode of transportation. Oh. The bus. The saddled dolphin <laughs> and the train are all valid options. <laughs> How are roads, canals, and avenues changed? I really want to do saddled dolphin, but I'm not oh, going I, to. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, I swear God. on my life. <laughs> I'm not- the options that they say and suggest are unbelievable. I mean, like, <laughs> as an actual suggestion, the... Let's say, like, they have just recently only, like, what, this is year seven. So maybe carriages are a new mode of transportation in the area? Considering that gnomes are a thing in this world, steam engines, steam-powered train engines could legitly be a thing. Um, Okay. So I'm going to go with the steam train. I will. The only thing I'm going to say about a steam train is you guys have only been here for seven years. But that doesn't say that we didn't bring technology and ideas over with us. I I agree. And there is yes gnomes, and there is a scientific um, of culture, uh, city, country. I did not say they would know. be good steam trains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! They are okay, built I by guess gnomes. <laughs> That's where down. the boom. That's where the boom, That's where the boom comes from. Comes from. <laughs> Steam trains. They're they're uh, they're very special. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, let's continue on. <laughs> so we're on year seven. So Jared, you're on year eight. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Three, five, two. So we got. Three, five, two. Three, five, two. I see. I shouldn't have. See, I did it again. Went all the way to the front of the thing, and then here we are going right back to the beginning. Three, uh, three, five, two. A complementary resource from hunting game to bone crafting artistry, or a form of mining to fine metalwork. The city expands its methods. This is a shrewd invention or a widespread practice. So do you do you get the concept of that one? Sort of. So you want me to come up with something that is just common amongst the settlement that's fairly new kind of thing? Yeah, so basic, basically like say you guys were hunting a lot and then you realize – because you're not – I mean, you guys already know about bone crafting, yeah. but say like the other one is uh, mining to find metalworking. So maybe you found a specific resource and you were able to turn it into something. Yeah, we'll see. Find a new method of of smithing or something. Yeah, I was gonna, it's just like it's. I was gonna say smithing. We'll, we'll go with smithing. I forgot to say this again. Um, so can you draw somewhere on there? 
Um, maybe like a blacksmith, where you would want a blacksmith to be. Wood, can you please draw where you want your steam train to be? So are you want me to draw the mine or the blacksmith area within the settlement? You can do both. You can do the blacksmith inside the settlement, or you can do where they found the mines. Okay. Um, so I'll... I'll say you can even say like the maybe the meteorite that's in the basement basement the basin is being mined it, like it could be anything yeah we'll, we'll go with that they're mining materials from the the meteor uh, which so we'll say now the blacksmith has to be within the settlement though we're not creating a separate settlement kind of thing yeah in the settlement okay I just want to make sure before I did that we'll use kind of like a makeshift anvil. <laughs> oh, that is a thick anvil. That's how you like it. You draw anvils like you draw peace signs. <laughs> oh, better than you. Better than that forest that looks like a mountain. Oh, I just. I, why do I keep drawing things? I'm trying to select things here. Wood, did you hear me? Would you like to draw your steam train somewhere? Oh, uh. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Um, <laughs> oh, you guys. This is going to be concerning, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Now, now just be. realize I'm going to twist and tweak things. I'm not going to get rid of the steam train. I will probably change the direction of your rails just to make it work with the map when I build it. Well, yeah. But. Here you go. We'll that was a nice train from Basin. And we'll, we'll get something going up to the north. Boom. There. Enjoy this piece of shit. Excuse me, cat. Go over that way. Thank you. So, Hamza, I need yeah. 3d6, please. This is year nine, I believe. That is a 651. No one 651. Wine is not for cats. Oh, gosh. I mean, this one totally makes sense for my world building, too. See, this is what I love. This game is great because it gives you just all the same things you already want. A wild danger grows. A danger from the wilderness uh, multiplies. The intent multiplies and intensifies. Does the threat come to pass? Who suffers the most? Ooh. Okay. So, Jared, like, this is the one where if, if Hamza decided to do something with, like, say, the Oaken, which are the natives of the area, then this would be obviously more precedent in the time period when you guys are there. This could be happening still, but this is just when it started. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, we said the forest here had kind of your standard fare of animals and... Uh, or no, it was at the the hills that Jared was saying, like, oh yeah, all the lovely things that we don't want. No, no, no. The forest um, has like the wolves, oh, the, the bears, owl bears, things okay. like that. Like standard oh, the, forest. The the what was it? The the hills have gremlins that are slightly slightly cat like. Yes, the the rocky the rocky hills have uh, cat like gremlins. Rocky hills of cat like gremlins, and then the forest has all the wolves and bears and the fae folk. Owl bears and no, the fae well, folk. I think the, the fae folk. Oh, so the, yes, yeah. the north forest. Is the fae folk. Yeah, the north forest. Um, 
Okay, so I will say that the southern forest here, that there is a bit of a stirring. Something is kind of kicking some of these things up into a bit of a frenzy that they're wandering out of the forest and have started to kind of be spotted more closer to the encampment there, especially their ruins. Uh, so certainly a lot of people who take it a bit more seriously, like any sort of pilgrimage or anything to the ruins, are starting to get attacked and accosted here. So yes, something of some kind is sort of whipping these beasts up into a frenzy. So they're not just staying sequestered to their little patch of forest. And... I see this just gives me this gives me chills because I've already built an encounter specifically like this for you guys. Ooh. I love it. Hemza, feed me all that juicy lore. Tasty. Ew. Don't ew me. Tasty. I like lore, okay? It makes me happy. It was the way you said juicy. <laughs> juicy. I was honestly going to yeah. reply and just be like, yes, Dungeon, Matter, um, Dungeon Master Daddy Senpai. <laughs> Moist. Moist. <laughs> juicy. <laughs> juicy, juicy lore. Anyways, um... <laughs> That ends. Carly, you are going to end this now. End it. With what, a my life? Finish. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, which, Thank you. That's enough. That is what I was thinking was finishing. <laughs> Roll me the 3d6, please. Tree. Tree. Two. So this is the last year. The most uh, recent year. Let's just see here. Depending on how I want to play this, I might um, space some of them out a little bit, but we'll see. <laughs> you want You're going to be so happy with this one, okay? You want to know why? Three, three, two is stability. <laughs> Miraculously, nothing changes. Yay! I don't have to make any decisions. It literally says with an arrow underneath, do nothing. Yes. <laughs> Heck, yes. That is what my Libra ass is talking about. Stability. <laughs> something we don't have. Okay, so that ends our development phase, our historic or uh, historic events phase. Basically, yeah, so these are the things that have happened roughly over the 10 years. So nothing happens on the 10th year. That's That's kind of nice. It's just nice and stable. Things are settling down and people are getting comfortable where they are. So it's stable chaos. That's what you're saying. Stable. Yeah, pretty much. So now we're on to the, nat 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 the natural growth phase. If you want to, you can spend a citizen token on the map to add a district. This simply means that during this period, the city can grow normally from a normal mixture of high birth rate immigration to this place. Uh, then it says, don't worry if you don't spend all the tokens by this time, you are done with the city. Move what's left of the citizen tokens to a reserve and unassigned faction. And then add map district. So, like, you guys, so down in the bottom here, I don't know if I, I can't give you access to these tokens, which is frustrating. I mean, we could just point you where to move it. Yep, so you guys can decide. I'm not going to make you go through a turn order for this. 
basically with the the little paladin boys. Those are your citizen tokens, so you can add new districts. So you've already got a mine, like a, a blacksmithing kind of thing. So I would assume that's the crafting district. So say like for um, leatherworking and stuff like that. So I'll move. Oh, good lord! Stupid thing. Move one of these guys over here. Oh, I am struggling here. I really am like bad. Do you guys? want to add in a market do you want to add in a residential district like where where would so you I like think to a add mining district down here would make sense i was just about to say yeah having some sort of like mining camp or something like some yeah little mini town thing yeah like a, a, mi a mining district and then like a, a dock set up yeah a dock and sort of like fish market type of thing in that area as well well, either of you two have anything uh, you want to throw in there? I was going to say maybe like on the fringes here having some sort of like lumber district. That's what I was going to say too. On the fringes where, sorry? Uh, right here because this is the like, yep. yeah. this is the, this that's would the, be the closest. Beautiful where the trees like, are. Lumber and um, a forestry area. So it could be, be good to have something in that area for that. Of course, yeah. docks and fish market here. Mining mm -hmm. down here, a, a normal actual market, probably either in the center of the town or somewhere mm -hmm. on the outskirts there or there. I'd say, yeah, having that nice and central in the city, having like a central commercial district. Yes. Would you want the uh, Would you want the commercial district in the center, or would you want like the we'll call it like the the monarch cell? The monarchs are never in the center. So the the you've got your um your cast is now closer to the yeah closer to the ruins yeah yeah because that yeah. was part of the whole thing that was part of I think it was three point uh, I think that was Carly's decision yeah, yeah. when she, she uh, that. yeah but, so that's where the, like the the quote unquote castle is going to be like where their residential yeah. area is yeah okay. Yeah, so number year two, they moved closer to where these ruins were. Okay. Yeah. And maybe just somewhere here on the fringes, if that could be like a. Um, we could Good have like Lord, a. What was that? <laughs> my eep? That was Birdo yeah. jumping on my back while I was bending over to grab oh, my pill that I dropped on the floor. Scared me. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, and I, I was gonna say like maybe somewhere here having like uh like a hunter's lodge and maybe some leather working tanning places. So like sort of hunter's lodge or garrison area there where basically this is gonna be a good exit for anyone who's gonna be venturing into them thar hills. Do, yep. And so on. If if none of you guys have anything for the last group, do we wanna make some like nomadic naturalist group that kind of broke away and is just doing their own thing living off the land yeah that'd be a great idea but yeah love it yeah no i like i like it you know we got the the docks with the normal fish market that feeds into the big market we got our our rich you know pure blood high brow people and then we got our mines we got our naturalist group sounds fucking beautiful and we got our lumberjacks we got our lumber and we've got our our smiths the, the miners. Our lumberjacks mean our Canadians. 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure you Stop. did. You don't you know? Oh, sorry, that's that's Stop. Minnesota North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, my wife hates all of that. Stop. So, that's like literally where I live. Is North Dakota, Minnesota. <laughs> all that nonsense. Oh. Just no force. It would just be just be perfect if our if the lumberjacks also somehow had flannel. <laughs> and big beards. And big beards, yeah. And, and toques. <laughs> and overalls. And toques. They have to wear overalls. Yes. Specifically denim ones. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh man, I was gonna say Carhartt, because you know that's what a lot of Canadians wear. And and what are those boots called? Um what Muck are those boots? No. Uggs. Those boots. The boots no. with fur? No, 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 no. The brown ones. The work boots. You are totally losing me. That's the boots. Literally every. Okay, that's every great. You can say. Boot. I can't think of a You can say brands as many times as you want. It doesn't change whether I know what I you're talking about. I can't think of the particular brand, but I know what you're talking about. Like They're Timberlands? like. Yes, Timberlands! Yes! There we thank go. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, there's Dakotas, there's like all kinds of different styles of work. Let foods. me tell you about Dakotas. I live there. <laughs> <laughs> and this so, is our like free advertising for Timberlands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we accept sponsorships in all forms, preferably cash. <laughs> Them dollar bills, yeah. y'all. Dollar dollar bill, Perfect. y'all. And that's it. We have played through this city building game a lot quicker than I expected you guys to go through it. Not trying to crap on your parade. Don't but lie. Good We're on all you chaos guys agents, so... Rocking through that. I mean, I think I made, like, skipping a couple of those first steps, because, like, obviously the peninsula is part of it, and, like, major forests and stuff. It's already kind of there. So, yeah. That's it. I mean... My, awesome. my character's alignment is chaotic good, so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back for some 0.1, or sorry, 0.1, 0.5 content. What's 0.5 going to be? 0.5 is us kind of like working out the little final touches on our characters, so. What's You want to hear more? Oh, can you just not for... Five seconds. Absolutely not. Uh, yeah, I'm with her on this. Well, all I'm going to say is goodbye. So that's it for episode zero. First off, I'd like to apologize for any awkwardness we have. Please know that this is new to us for sure. And we're trying our best. Otherwise, if you like this, please give us a like and a follow. And rate us and or leave comments. We appreciate all that fun stuff that you guys can do for us. Otherwise, you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nat1Nation. That's N-A-T, the number one, N-A-T-I-O-N. Thanks again.